0: Let's mute that and we should be uh, back in the. uh...
1: No, I hear us.
0: Yeah, we're good. We are. Yep, we are on the air. I fixed it. Uh, Fixed it. So we had two problems. One, uh, for some reason, the broadcast tower likes to randomly change which room it's in. Uh, so that's fun. I uh, I like that. Uh, keeps me on my toes because that's never something that I notice for some reason. And you know, you fucks don't notice it either. So,
1: no, we did not notice it. All right,
0: so we've been on the air four minutes and well, five minutes now. Uh and we're finally actually talking on the air. I fixed it though, so uh I win. Right. All right. Uh we got WFC Masters in. All right. I like that guy. Uh, He's okay. Uh, oh you
2: know, you know. uh, fix my
3: that, microphone, sorry.
0: Better than that nope. net justice guy for sure.
3: Oh, All yeah. right. Sorry about that. There was a Pikachu with a Santa hat in the yard. I gotta go. Running.
2: Oh, dear Jesus! Really, really, really. Hey, you know tis the season. <sighs> limited, limited edition.
1: All right, let's uh, let let's start the show. To the this is episode two thirty eight. Let's go.
0: It's lagging. I didn't.
1: Everybody and Welcome to episode 238 of the Smart Snark Podcast. My name is Gunner. That is Omega VR. I wonder if there are uh, missing no
3: on the Hardy Compound or any eager Pokemon Go
1: players. Oh Jesus, I really hope there isn't. Um, joining us this week also is our wonderful technical producer, Mr. Yangon BDS.
0: Windows breaks it and I fix it. That's pretty much how it goes every week.
1: Yep, Bill Gates gets the bone over Yankum every week because he hates the Jews. Also joining us this week is WFC Masters.
3: I just saw the greatest thing in the history of wrestling.
1: We just saw the greatest thing in the history of wrestling. We'll talk about that in a little while. Uh, Also joining us, I guess it's in that jester.
2: Hi there, everybody. How you doing from the great white north? What's your snow count? Fuck a little cunt.
1: Uh, I think I've got. I think we've got six inches so far, but uh, that's six inches more than we'll ever have. I'm just. I, saying. I've got. uh, If God shook his hair
3: and needed some head and shoulders, that would be what we got. I figured I'm not
2: sure too awesome. more th- the bad kind of snow. All right. Um.
1: Let's get started here with the news. Uh, WWE announced today the first ever United Kingdom title tournament coming this January, co-hosted by Nigel McGuinness, uh, and I believe Michael Cole is the other person on the commentary for that. The 16 competitors include Pete Dunn, Tiger Ali, Trent Seven, Tyler Bate, Wolfgang Tyson, Wolfgang, Tyson T-Bone, Tucker, uh, Jordan Devlin, Roy Johnson, Joseph Connors, H.C. Dyer, Jack Stars, Sam Gradwell, James Drake, Dan Maloney, Chris Tyler, Saxon Huxley, and Ringo Ryan. Who the fuck are
0: these guys? I've heard of two of these people, maybe three.
3: Uh, yeah, <laughs> I kind of hate to say it, because uh, it kind of says more about us than it does. Yeah. Uh, WWE, but in a way, I mean, you know, people probably know Pete Dunne, of course, and have probably heard of Tiger Ali, or at least think they have, because the name is, you know, uh, familiar.
1: Arena it's to not it. Tiger Ali Singh, I imagine. Yeah, because he's Canadian. Uh, <laughs> you know, I,
3: a lot of people saying this is their response to the uh, the ITV thing, the World Sport thing, and which it probably is to a point. I mean, I'm. It wouldn't surprise me if they had plans for something like this in general, just because you know the UK is is a, a bustling scene at the moment, and you know maybe the maybe the point of the whole thing is to kind of introduce people and just you know far uh, more talent. But I'm surprised they made it a championship, though. I mean, the, to make it a champ, which if you haven't seen it, it's the same home run plate template. Uh, except with some fancy uh, crowns and lions and horses and stuff in the center, and it actually it, looks pretty nice. I mean, it looks so- like a
0: coat of arms, and I mean oh, that's yeah. actually what it is. It's it's a coat of arms, and it looks really cool. Uh, if that's what they actually go with, then it's going to be okay, so uh, The best some, uh, looking title uh, in the company.
1: So I'm getting some corrections here from the chat. Um, so Pete Dunn was in Bola. Wolfgang is the ICW champ currently. Dunn is the Progress champ. Um, I love that belt. I think it looks awesome. To be perfectly honest. So I mean, there's a few there's a few people there that are pretty prominent in the indie in the I guess, British wrestling scene. Yeah, right the I point is, really is if, that... if
3: you know if you know about the British indie scene, that you probably are pretty stoked. Uh, you're casual. I guess the point I'm making is you know compared to the Cruiserweight Classic, where you know several of those names. Potentially, you've heard before, I mean, you know, possibly Drew Gulak and, and things like that, you know, from various promotions. I mean, it, at the same time, it is UK, after all, so you might not necessarily expect American fans, particularly a casual WWE fans to, to know them, but again, that's kind of the point, you know, get get exposure. And uh, By can the me? way, William, William Regal made it clear that uh, they can all wrestle for whatever promotion. This isn't like a lock-in deal or anything. This is like a he didn't say like, you know, it's a one-time thing, but that's kind of the implication. You know?
0: Can right. we uh can we all just agree that Ringo is our least favorite?
3: Um almost. He strikes me two of those guys, by the way, there were 18 names, so two of those guys are alternates. He strikes me as someone who might right. be an alternate.
0: Well, I mean, like you've got Ringo and Paul and John and if you're going to choose, you kind of have to like put Ringo at the end of the list, right? You know,
1: I didn't expect, I didn't expect a Beatles, Beatles joke out, 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 you. out of you. I I yeah, that you're
2: working one. my side of the street. What the hell, man? Jesus
1: Christ.
3: I mean, I knew that you like. Tranny's. Well, you know, he's in that uh, Jewish cover band. He's Ringo's
2: storm David. Ah! Damn it. Outdone by Omega again.
1: Moving on, Vice Sports put out an article revealing that Shane McMahon actually met with Vince in secret in 2012 at the WWE production office with his friend James Frey, CEO of Full Fathom 5. Shane proposed talking over creative and taking over creative in the writer's room while Frey and his team would serve as consultants, which Vince eventually turned down. Reportedly, Stephanie went white upon hearing about the meeting and Triple H freaked out. The meeting was set up through Shane's friend, Kevin Dunn. Oh, for the love of fuck.
0: (sighs) Boy. For the love of fuck.
2: Uh, Okay, okay. For two seconds, let's just put aside that Vince is a controlling megalomaniac. If this had actually gone through, would you think it would be a good idea? Is Shane okay or good enough to be head of creative, head of booking?
0: No.
1: Uh, no, I mean, he's he, 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 everybody's everybody said this since like the early 90s or since the late 90s. Rather, uh, Shane is a great mind for the wrestling business when he has the filters like Russo did. Essentially, uh, he's In, not that great, he is not an ingenious booking and he's just uh, he, he's very popular. Yes, but he's not as smart as I think as you think he would be.
0: I think Shane is probably more of a he's a good businessman not necessarily the business uh so putting him in charge of some kind of corporate deal where he's not uh you know messing with creative or the writers or anything like that that's probably a good idea but uh yeah no not creative keep him as far away from creative as you possibly can
4: what type of creative long-term creative, I think he's a smart guy to be in that position because I think he has an idea of where the, the business and fighting general's headed.
3: Well, it's interesting because this was 2012, remember? This was right when Triple H was starting to develop NXT and kind of get his own hand on the book, so to speak. Uh,
1: exactly, which is the scary part about all of this. Because think about this for a second. I want I want to bring up a name here, and I want you to realize this. So what if they took over. Punk never leaves. Think about that for a minute. Punk would never leave at that point because he because they wouldn't fuck him over like they did before because they would change because it would be a change, you know. And I bet you anything, somebody Punk knew about it at some point or another, and maybe this would maybe this influenced it as well. But if he didn't, you know, regardless, the the Punk thing could have gone down completely differently if if Shane had taken over. That's true.
0: But we wouldn't have a lot of the good things that we have now. We wouldn't have a women's division.
3: Yes, that no. kind of well, matters. It, it's all no. up in the air,
4: really, because I think the more direct influence with with H is NXT. I don't think NXT would be anywhere near its at without him Correct. being involved.
1: Right. It would either be it would either be H would be like you know regulated regulated to NXT. Where he would just focus on NXT and make it his, like, baby. You know, kind of like he is now. But he, he's also playing that corporate role, too. But he would play less of the corporate role, so he'd just be a booker down in Florida under, you know, Vince's fucking wagon, just waiting for Shane to fucking croak or something like that. Potential, yeah. yeah I, really I mean, for.
3: If, he, if he hung on. Because, you know, the whole thing, the reason Shane left in the first place was an actual real-life power struggle. And, you know, something, basically something had to give, and that give was Shane leaving. So, you know, if Vince said, turn around and say, all right, Shane, now you're the one in charge. You know, these other two can saddle up or, or what have you. And, you know, who knows? But.
1: Moving right along here, speaking of people that were released, uh, WWE recently released Tom Cassio, who took over Stephanie's old position and was the number three person in creative behind Vince and Triple H. It was a budgetary move, and you assured people on social media that his heavy involvement in the women's division, including pushing for the Hell in the Cell main event, won't cause a sudden relapse in the division's progress. This is a good Not, and bad thing. Um, it's it's cutting it's gotten cut cut executives, which they should do, you know, to save money. It's a bad thing because of what they, what we just said. But uh, does anybody else care? Uh,
0: care uh, yeah, I mean, I hope he's right that it doesn't cause the the women's division to. Fall into disrepair. Uh, Hopefully, it continues. uh, At least where it's at. I mean, this is still better than where it was. You know, three years ago under Under Laurinaitis. And I think
2: we can unequivocally say that the women's division on SmackDown is better than the women's
4: division on Raw. Yeah. would probably agree with that at the moment. I agree wholeheartedly. Well, well I, I mean, think it's only that way. It's only
1: that way because that trade didn't go through on Raw, you know. Because even Marie going to uh, going to the Raw brand all read everything, man.
4: No, it's only that way on SmackDown because nothing they do on SmackDown is historic. Uh, yep. So they actually have to build some fucking storylines and heat instead of it's fucking historic. Look at this thing that we're doing that was done a decade ago like the street fight or whatever.
3: Hey, uh, Sarah Palin's at the Seahawks game. Speaking of historic.
1: Oh, God. I wonder if she (laughs) gets to Russia
4: from her seats. No. Moving on.
1: F4W online has reported that Chris Hero is on his way back to
4: the WWE
1: and has already gone medical tests to do so. Chris Hero came out on Twitter and, and said uh, that uh, it's shoddy journalism. Who do you believe? Well, Meltzer
3: later came out again and said he's referring to other reports about it, not his actual report. Like other things that have been uh, no. like little other little tidbits like maybe he's going to be a coach and maybe he's going to be a you know, he's going to go straight to the main roster, be whatever.
4: The only question is, what the hell is he going to do? Nobody knows what he's going to do, and he could theoretically do basically anything.
1: I really Wait. hope that he comes back and costs Sheamus and Cesaro the titles, and then Kings of Wrestling again, because, I'm, you know, I'm an indie mark for 2009.
3: Yeah, why not? He's probably not going to come back as Cassie's Ono,
1: because uh,
2: uh, Owens is doing the whole KO thing now. How about Cassius? Hell no!
1: Jesus Christ, no! Um, mm. Moving on. Brock Lesnar has been suspended on a year for a year and fined two hundred and fifty thousand dollars for his two failed drug tests related to his UFC two hundred win over Mark Hunt, which he has been overturned into a no contest.
0: Who?
2: Who cares? Who cares? Oh my God! Really? Damn!
3: <laughs> Pretty. Pretty rough year for the beast, if you think about it. Just a lack of direction, and uh, you know, remember he got eliminated from the Rumble by the Wyatts because they thought they were going to set up that program. Then instead, he faced Ambrose and Reigns at uh, Fastlane, which led to Ambrose in that street fight where at Mania, where Ambrose accused him of being lazy, and um, and then SummerSlam was the match with Orton where. It got stopped because he literally beat Orton to a bloody pulp in that head scratcher finish. And then that led to him attacking Shane McMahon, which led nowhere. And then uh, yeah, the you know, whole Goldberg thing, book. which, you know, I mean, it just seems like a big lack of, you know, they don't know what to do with him, really. Did it hurt I'm his
1: pocketbook, old... though? No. Yeah, that hurt his pocketbook, which he, he a yeah, little which bit. You can You could tell. You can tell that he's very unhappy with that.
4: I mean, like, that's the out of, only out of reason he's unhappy. That's the only reason he gives even the slightest of shit. If I they would have just suspended him, 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 he wouldn't have cared at all.
1: How much money did he make off that fight? I mean, like a couple. Lot more, more than he got fine Right. Exactly. A Couple so million right. at least. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, so it, it, this is a you know this is a scratch in the dirt for him. But at the same time, you know, it, it, he's going to pay attention to that next time that he decides that UFC would be a good idea.
3: Well, it's a it's a knock on his pride, too, because, you know, it's not like he he went back to just make the money. I think legitimately he had an inkling in the UFC to come back and prove that he could still do it. And, you know, he said he would have never stopped doing it if it wasn't for his disease. And, you know, and then he came back and he faced Mark Hunt, which, you know, wasn't exactly a challenge. but uh, and then you know now he's got all these people
1: dogging him. I mean Hunt was dogging him from the from the start when these allegations exactly. came out. So you know, and and Hunt has to be the most pissed about it because I mean didn't it cost him his job at UFC? Or am I making that up? I I don't know. He's probably probably lucky to have a fight with him anyway. Moving right along, the New York Post reports that a Manhattan federal uh, federal judge has approved. A bankruptcy plan for Gawker that includes a $31 million payout to WWE Hall of Famer Hollywood Hulk Hogan. Uh, much of that will go to his lawyers. And he may also have to pay back Peter Thiel, who spent nearly $10 million on the case. So, Hogan's back to nothing.
0: 31 million million, brother. Why does he over. only get $31 million? That's fucking Jesus. Because settled.
4: Yeah, he sells oh,
0: he's so dumb. He should well, not have. Well, settled. he's also
4: going to get, if Docker ever sells, he's going to get part of the profits from that. That's not it, fully decided it, yet. Basically, the reason he'd settle, if I'm not mistaken,
3: is because uh, he could go years without actually being paid. But if they settle right. for this, then they kind of. Act and it's, exactly. like, it's like a lump sum. Th- like if you win the lottery, you know, you can lump sum it or you can.
4: Yeah. Uh, I love like, how that's compared to winning the fucking lottery. <laughs> I love it. It's so well, great. It kind of was. I mean, you know. The, I mean, it's the greatest thing ever. I don't know. I, I, I completely agree. It's a, it's an apt comparison. but just it's great. I love it. I hope it never ends. Fuck Fuckocker.
3: I mean, you know, they're basically still around as
1: the
4: concourse. But, yeah, they'll they'll die off. It's only a matter of
1: time. Absolutely. Moving on. Um Booker T has officially announced his campaign for the mayor of Houston, Texas in 2019.
4: Didn't learn shit from Jerry, did he? Spent all that time at the commentary booth together and this never came up. <laughs>
0: That's, true.
1: <laughs> That's true. True. I could see I can see I can see him winning though.
4: And if he wins he needs to have the king gimmick. I swear to God. There's no shot now. I would, I would, I would, I would pay. I wish him the seven. best, but I know,
1: yeah, of course. But you know, um, name me a wrestler who's been a successful politician this particular year. Oh wait, there wasn't one.
4: Oh, Rhino oh, Kane. Kane didn't run for anything, though.
1: Hey, hey the, oh, I thought he ran for—I thought he ran for something, um, no. but no. Uh, was no, that no. last
0: year? Then? Oh, that was last Kane year. Did run right. for—I uh, think it was like a senate seat
4: or governor, or right. something probably like state that. Planet or something. Um, though the
1: most successful person's been Linda McMahon. I mean, Jesus Christ, that <laughs> isn't that
0: terrible. You, you know what would have been awesome? Jesse Ventura was considering running uh, as the libertarian candidate, and we could have had Jesse Ventura uh, debating with uh, the AnCaps caps at the fucking convention, and it would have been hilarious.
2: Really? The libertarian for president? I didn't hear that at all. Oh, dear
1: Jesus. All right, moving on. Alberto Del Rio was, has a – oh, God. Was involved in a backstage fight with a lucha re- wrestler, Alan Extreme, Raffi of Ninja Turtles, over the weekend in Mexico after Raffi bumped into Paige coming down the stairs and let her pass, calling her beautiful in the process. Raffi says they both apologized and are friends. <laughs>
0: <laughs> what? <laughs> what?
1: I Stop love it. it. Get some help.
3: It Seriously. wasn't It wasn't. You know, it wasn't like he, he was trading on her. He was, like, saying... Like, they bumped into each other, and he was like, oh, go ahead. Like, you know, like that. And then Del Rio exactly. heard it, and then I guess brought him into the locker room to...
2: It.
1: <laughs> oh, God, it's awful. It's awful.
2: I'm just <sighs> still trying to get over the Ninja Turtle gimmick here.
1: Oh, yeah, they got Ninja Turtle gimmicks down in Mexico. I mean, that's, that, that, that's a thing. You know, it's Lucha. But, um, no, that is... That is Oh my god, that... The Alberto Del Rio page fucking storyline thing needs to be a reality show of some sort instead of following, like, the Bellas. They need to follow those two. Please. I love
4: this. I don't don't think the people they hang out with would like the press and the cameras around them, if you know what I'm saying.
0: They Um, are going to be the wrestling Sid and Nancy.
1: Only it's going to be which we'll call it. Only it's not exactly the same. Not exactly not, the same.
0: not to be confused with Chris and Nancy.
2: Good lord, I hope not. Chris and Nancy.
0: <laughs> 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 time yeah. yeah, let's do this. <laughs> Way too soon. Way too soon. What's All right, bell? we got. Where's the bell? I don't know. I don't know why it's not working. Ding, ding, ding. 15 minute time limit. All right. Ding,
4: dong. We're going to do Well, reached the end of the line. That's what happened, bitch.
1: Right. Robot into the line predictions. Big Cass versus Rusev.
4: Rusev goes over.
0: No, wait. Big Cass goes over? I don't know. Which one's more mastodon y?
2: I would vote Rusev, but I don't think that's who's going to win. I think it's going to be Cass getting revenge for Enzo, and everybody has a good feel.
0: Well, I don't think anybody's going to have a good feel about this match.
1: Oh, the only good feel that was happening was what Rusev did to Lana in that hotel room.
0: Hey, hey here, hey, here, oh, there. Oh. all right. Next up, Adam we have. Or Rusev. Uh, <laughs> Next up, we got Sami Zayn and Braun Strowman uh, in a 10-minute time limit match. Can we – like, this is going to go to a Broadway, and I'm fine with
4: that. Why – Why? when did the the 10-minute thing come up? I don't –
0: it just did – I think the idea um, yeah. is hold on I think the idea is that yeah last time Sami Zayn didn't last very long before Mick Foley had to come out and stop the match. So no, I the did idea everything is they
4: it. They never mentioned it on Raw. It was never like I never, no, uh, he, never no, heard he about it. He did. Did they? Did they? Yeah, yeah Foley, I Foley think
0: did Foley did Foley something, Foley. yeah. I uh I'm for this. In fact, I wish more, Matt. Like, I wish they would just bring back the 15 minute time limit on matches in general. Uh, Maybe not for paper. We could hire
1: hire fucking.
0: But, like, on Raw, on Raw, let's just have, you know, you put the 15 minute time limit on matches.
1: You you could fucking hire Cornette and you could fucking have your wonderful little standard wrestling matches. You can go down to the South there and enjoy it. You fucking.
0: I'm I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Yeah, the new it, it would. I mean, it's not a new dynamic, but it's newer why are we still talking to, about this match? We all know how all right. this is going to
4: end. It's yeah. going to go broadway. Rich Sammy's going to be Perkins, in a position to Brian beat him, Kendrick. and it's going to end. Let's just yeah. Rock.
1: Rich Swan, T.J. Perkins, Brian Kendrick for the cruiserweight title
4: match. Match. Oh.
1: Rich Swan retains. Yes.
0: Either that, or Kendrick manages to fuck both of them over somehow. And
3: take the time he, uh,
2: the outlandish for sure. The only thing outlandish about this guy is his uh his swans uh his swan wings aren't big enough on the side of his tights. I
4: okay. love how right. WWE gave him the whole very sympathetic his parents died. He's doing this to, to get out of a rough life. And then he's the outlandish Rich Swan. Like, what the fuck? It's, so, he, it's such a weird disconnect.
3: You, you could say he's the Black Sword. I, I, I don't, don't think,
0: think you could, the could, the could say Baptist. that. I don't think you should say that, Omega BR. Hey, <laughs> hey, hey.
1: Nothing wrong with a bunch of black people celebrating their titles. I'm not.
3: Well, I, mean, I mean, uh, you know, just because Natalie Portman in that movie was so
2: outlandish yes
0: oh yeah oh all right next new up we got day. the new day and uh they're facing seamus and cesaro for the raw tag team titles that they will lose they have gotten their record uh there's no reason to keep the titles on them anymore uh put them on seamus and cesaro for a little while and this uh gonna happen here no, nope, they're
4: not here. They're gonna,
0: uh,
4: they're gonna keep the titles until WrestleMania. Yep, yeah, that's man. exactly what I think too.
3: No, I, I agree with Yank and I think they are gonna lose it.
4: I don't wanna. Why would you take them off Russia? them now? now because now it's the first time in a long time where it's exciting. You don't know when they're well, gonna lose, and exactly, they can you lose. Bust your,
0: you
1: don't want to bust your load in the first match. I mean, come on. It, it, it's it's not it's not gonna be. You know, I don't think that they'll do it do it right here. I mean, it's too small of a stage for it to do it. I maybe
4: at the, the Rumble. You
1: know, those Yeah,
0: I guess I could see. Rumble, uh, maybe. Yeah, the Rumble.
4: I just feel like doing it here would be stupid, and it would be a distraction from what's supposed to be the big match that sells this show. Well, and it, it, it kind of would it be, but... Too, like, those are two dudes who don't need it.
3: Well, they don't need it, but they're going to get it because they keep pushing this narrative that they're a tag
0: team. Right, and they're finally working together in harmony.
3: I, I stand by what I said. I think Sheamus and Cesaro will win it here, and they'll kind of go with that for a while. Because to do otherwise, it's kind of like, let's say New Day does win. Where do you go from there? They they beat you know four other tag teams prolifically on on Raw, and now they have this this other rematch here. I mean, you know, if it doesn't happen here, then they're kind of you know, they're back
1: to kind of being stale, I think. To an extent. However, it, they, they can be stale. You know what I'm saying? Like, in this particular part of the year, they can be because we're getting into that new segment of, we're getting to that new segment of, uh, you know, WrestleMania season because that's right around the corner here, guys. I mean, don't get me wrong here. It, it, as soon as Christmas is over, that WrestleMania season is going to ramp up so hard, it's going to sound like Dean Ambrose's fucking entrance music da that did not mean it give you an invitation that jester to do a tunes version of it moving on uh in in what i'm going to call the potential
0: uh sleeper
1: match of the year jericho uh, well, <laughs> i want to see this match it's gonna be really it's gonna be
0: really good because both of these guys can go uh i have no doubt this is gonna be a good match do i root re- like care about it a whole lot storyline wise. Mm, uh, not really. Cause I mean, the, the whole thing is what? Like what does beating Seth Rollins get Chris Jericho?
4: A shot at the title. Yeah. Right. I think this is Jericho. I think Jericho's gonna win this match and they're building Jericho KO for the for the Alamo Dome for Royal Rumble.
0: Ooh, that would be cool.
4: Because I have this. I I don't know why you would take it off of Kevin Owens right now until Mania. So, well, I mean, if no, they're gonna we'll put get, rant...
1: we'll get we'll talk about that.
3: In a minute. That that we'll would be the that. good place. That would be the good place to do it too. Because you know the title matches never really matter that much at the Rumble. You know you don't expect a switch. You know it's it's that. Would, but that would be a good storyline behind. it.
4: That's kind of why I think they're building Jericho, and then you have Jericho and someone, Seth, as a triple threat, and then obviously Reigns wins it at Mania because he's wrong with fucking Reigns. That's what he does. Yep, big dog's got to hunt at Mania.
0: All right, now we got uh, Sasha Banks and Charlotte in a 30-minute Iron Man match for the Raw Women's title. Excuse Uh, me,
4: an Iron Woman match.
0: That's not what it says on the format. Well,
4: that's what it is.
0: Uh, So are you saying that because they're women, they're not part of mankind? No, I'm saying that this is historic. Triggered, I'm triggered. I'm I'm saying that this is a historic
4: uh, moment, even though this has already happened before.
3: Every like, woman is a part of mankind with the Foley gushing over them all the time.
0: Yeah,
2: I uh, am Iron uh, Spam. Uh, <laughs> or is that Ironheart?
0: Anyway, uh, aside from Netchester's annoying lack of headphones, uh, this is going to be good. Uh, it's probably not going to be as good as the one that was on NXT versus uh, Bailey, but uh, it's going to be good. Uh, Sasha Banks does not go over because Sasha Banks does not win at pay-per-views.
3: Uh,
4: dude, shortly. if they switch this title again, like, fucking A. There's a point where it gets ridiculous and that would it, officially pass.
0: It, dude, that was like a month ago uh, or more when it got fucking ridiculous. True, but two.
4: it would it would be way over the top at this point.
0: It's it's time to bring up Bailey uh, and like have her face Charlotte for the title or something. Uh, maybe give Alicia Fox a push, let her to run with fucking Sasha or something. I don't know.
3: I think uh, Charlotte gets a fall early, like within the first two or three minutes from uh, from cheating, basically cheating and not getting caught. And then the match goes on for the next 20, 25. And it looks like Sasha's going to lose. And then right toward the end, like final two minutes, she manages to to submit Charlotte. They go 1-1. They break the 30 minutes. They go to the tiebreaker. And then uh, Charlotte uh, gets the slip on her. And with a stupid... Uh, it won't be a submission. It'll be a stupid roll-up. And, and Yes!
0: Yes, bring back the fucking Divas Division. one. Uh,
3: a Hiroshima roll up?
0: It'll be a fucking <laughs> school. Hiroshima game. roll up. It'll be a yeah, I, I coined. I
3: coined that phrase for whenever a roll up way win, that beats, wins in a Divas match or wins in a uh,
0: match.
3: <laughs>
1: It's just a disaster right there.
0: Yeah. Uh, last match: Kevin Owens versus Roman Reigns for the
1: Universal Title.
0: Can Kevin Owens carry Roman Reigns through a title match? I probably. Think so. Yeah. Roman wins.
1: Clean. God. No. God. You know no. What's going to happen? No. You What's know going to no, happen? You no. Know no. Happen. You no. Know you
0: no. No. no, no, no. And then you you'll know, have both
1: no. belts going in the WrestleMania.
0: Oh God! No. God. That's I how they're going to do it. Oh god! No, they'll do god. a quick
1: switch. They'll do a switch at Royal Rumble.
0: They'll, switch, they'll just swap it back.
1: It won't, uh, be, it, gonna,
3: it won't be long. I'm gonna say that uh, toward the end of the match, Jericho's music hits, distracts Reigns. Owens takes advantage. Jericho is mad the next night because Owens used his music, arranged for his music to get played without without his consent.
0: That sounds suspiciously plausible.
4: Sounds good, actually. I'd be down for that. Gotta keep Roman strong. That's the main thing. Oh, yeah. That's, well, that's, oh, yeah, that's number one. So, as long as we keep Roman strong, we're good. So, yeah. Go. And, uh-huh. um,
1: which we'll call it, it's a disqualification, too. Just because the music is used.
0: No, 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 no.
4: This show sucks. All these pay per views yeah. suck. Can't wait till they yes. cut like all of them because they're, they're, they're fucking awful. They're,
1: they're doing like only, only the, eighteen next year. Aren't you ready
4: for only eighteen? You know what's scary? That's the least they've done in a decade. Fuck off.
0: Jesus, that is that is fucking <laughs> if it. I, it's preposterous, If I've, I've said it so many times, You only they got, need twelve,
4: they got fucking lucky pulling a decent show out of Survivor Series, which is usually pointless dog shit every year. So many of these need to go. Roadblock end of the line, this one's gotta be the top of the list.
0: Or as Omega BR called it, Roadblock uh, colon end of the line, which uh, is fairly (laughs) fucking accurate uh, because if you picture the colon as a line It's the end. Yeah, this is the the end. It's poop. It's poop! All right, um,
1: we're actually going to do a little extension here. We've uh,
0: two minutes I, and 20 seconds left.
1: All right, we'll do a little extension here too. I know Save Us Dog watched it. I know WFC Masters watched it. And I know I watched it. Final deletion from the Hardy compound. That was fucking amazing. This is the greatest thing I've ever seen in wrestling ever. I, I, I'm not even exaggerating about when I
4: say this. This is, this is beautiful. This is the first time that TNA has ever felt like a really unique brand in a very, (laughs) very, very long time.
1: (laughs) They really need to do more of this shit. They do. Not, 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 don't overdo it. But, like, I wouldn't mind if they did this, like, an NXT thing where they just did something like this every quarter or something like
4: that. Dude, Hardy's. Matt Hardy has to get the book. Why not? He's already proven that he can draw. Him and the Bucks. Drew what like thousands of people in Chile, and it's obvious that he gets something. I don't understand how he, but it's so great. It's, it's, it's not believable in any way, but you're totally invested in it. You can completely just let go of your disbelief because you want it to be real, and it's so great. It's amazing.
1: The operative word for this is fun. Mm-hmm. They're not I, doing yeah. this out of <laughs> out of any sort of
0: corporate like obligation to be, be beholden to anyone. They wanted to just have some fun and do some crazy shit, and by God, they did it. It's
4: it's great. Dude, Jeremy is- Borash is the guy that we have to thank for like yep. all of this. He's the one who pushed it. He's the one that helped them put the early stuff together, and he obviously got it like right away, or he doesn't give a shit, or both. Like the perfect combination of both, and it's it's great. I love it.
1: Um, I was perfectly pleased with how the the flow of the, and the excuse me the ebb of the episode. I felt that um, it, it came to an obvious and very wonderful conclusion. Uh, it was a great story to tell. It needed to be told. Um, it was told. It, it, it was shot well. Um, the, the It was shot really well.
4: No, no, no. You can't like gloss over that. It oh, looked yeah. better than most Impact tapings. It looked better than a lot of ROH i pay per views I've seen. Maybe not the most recent one, but some of the older ones. Like, it looked really good, and it's in a fucking shed in a in a farm in rural North
1: Carolina with with, with terrible lighting and, uh, evil, and 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 like you know. Uh, pennies for fucking props you know with fucking you know a- everything that they could find on the fucking property and whatnot. I really enjoyed this I mean it was hi- I highly recommend anybody here watching it anybody here listening to go watch it because it was that good um, I, uh, okay.
3: I would play devil's advocate here and say that uh, it was really good but I sh- but I, I hesitate to call it clean. So, I thought. I think Part of what I, it was hyped up really, really well, and did it live up to the hype? I guess what I'm saying is I don't know if I expected more surprises or uh, more actual wrestling. Which you really can't. To be fair, you really can't expect. Dude,
4: you got an entire world title match.
3: Well, the, the, there's A that. You're right. A little match. You're right. You're right. That that match itself was was the wrestling fix. Apocalypto itself. I felt like, uh, I guess what I'm saying is as uh, somebody who was kind of on the outside of this going into it, hearing about Apocalypto and inviting every tag team in the world and this and that. And then it, it kind of turns out to be, you know, the, the, you know, the rando teams. And although it was nice to see the Bravado brothers, but you know, they just kind of come in and get squashed by the, the decay. And then that's kind of, right. you know, I guess uh, in that aspect, there was a little bit of well, maybe it didn't quite live up to the hype, but as far as pure storytelling, Gutter was saying this earlier. You know, as far as it being Lucha Underground, but with but in America, basically American style, I think it was done pretty well. You know, the story, the the, the camera angles. A lot of it it comes off really goofy, of course. Like when uh, uh you know, Abyss is going to crush a guy's head with a rock, and you you see the upward shot, and then you see the guy laying there with a rock on his face, you know, that kind of thing. But that's, that's part of the charm. I mean, uh, I like exactly. the fact, uh, I liked the, uh, I like the three count reference. I like I like the triple H reference. That was, uh, that was <laughs> nice. The, the way they, I, I, they framed that. I laughed out loud with that one. That was just fucking amazing. Yeah. I mean, that was, you know, that, those, those are the moments that stick out to me more than say, uh, the decay rolling around with, you know, the other guys. Um, I liked uh, the Jeff Hardy Ricky Morton spot. Yeah, yeah. I, I liked Morton's reaction to it. That seemed kind of. At some point, it seemed to kind of stop King acting and was a little more genuine. But uh, yes, that was li- the best part. I liked the uh, Vanguard one getting a getting an eye pull. That was not going to lie. That was a nice shot.
1: It was very innovative.
4: Very in depth. I marked During for women. Like, I was I was super happy to see ODB come back. That's yeah. just that's probably just me. She'd be a great trainer for WWE. It'd be cool to see her show up if they're actually ever gonna, ever gonna do that women's tournament.
1: You It'd realize be, she still works at a bar in Minnesota, right? Yeah, I know. There are own a lot of life.
4: people that work for that. <laughs>
3: That, that's what they were plugging. She's got her own barbecue sauce now. Yeah, she's got her
4: own uh, hot sauce.
3: Okay. I liked uh, the whole volcano thing, didn't really make a lot of <laughs>
4: It was so
3: crazy. Me. I mean, I thought. It was
4: thought, so preposterous, though. It was
3: fine. Fu- I, I don't know. I don't feel like it really erupted. It didn't have its erupting climax. You know what I mean? It. It was just sort of there,
4: you know. <laughs>
1: oh, that's what it was. Omega was here for the climax. Mm. Ah, it all makes sense now. Well, it's mm. never as good without the climax. I, I I thought he was a fan of glue. Just saying. All right,
4: bro. They threw Crazy Steve into the volcano. Which was How is that line? not a climax?
3: All right, I guess you're right. But... And then he landed, And then he landed in the ring all charred and with the King face paint on and everything all over his body yeah you all know right. overall don't get me wrong I, I would agree that everybody should watch it and see how ridiculous it
1: is but yeah okay that's it Um, we're, we're done with our little extension here so we'll just get on to the Dare King drive through uh, we'll go with the ratings first, and uh, save us dog. I think we will, you will do the ratings
4: tonight. Not Mike. Okay. okay, Impact, which is not going to be this week's ratings, obviously, so for last week. Sorry about
1: that, I had
3: a had a technical glitch there. Um, I was just going to say, when Josh Matthews said it was the best thing, he'd, it was better than any WrestleMania he'd seen. I think he was lying, to be honest with you. Uh, either he either he was lying or he was uh, he was overly hyped because he was involved in it. You know, it's a good it's a good thing. But. Right. All right, my apologies going. Ratings.
4: And now it is time for the ratings. This past week impact ratings, not the ratings for the final deletion we're talking about here. Uh, Last week was 303,000 people, viewers, people, viewers, not dog viewers, down from 338,000 from the previous week. And then Raw, 2,758,000 viewers. That is down. Whoops.
2: It's down
1: already. Lost
4: the mic. Raw is down. Uh, 7.3% down 2.976 million viewers. So a couple hundred thousand viewers lost on Raw. And then SmackDown drew 2,361,000 viewers. That is down also from 2,479,000 viewers. About a couple hundred thousand down on SmackDown as well. Everybody losing ratings. Thankfully, total nonstop deletion next week. We'll see that big bump. I'm guessing 450,000 viewers for Impact next week. I'm going to be bold. 416. They have they have cracked 400, but it hasn't been by much. I think they're going to go a lot over it this week.
1: Okay. Um, Yankum, I believe that you're going to read the, ra- uh, the birthdays today because Vassar is not here.
0: All right. Hold on. Let me just look through here and make sure uh, I don't see any shenanigans. All right. Uh, Rene Dupree and Eric Young on the 15th. On the 16th, we have William the Refrigerator Perry. On the 17th, we have Nick Dinsmore, Kiyoshi Tamura, and whoever the fuck is typing that they're gay and love dicks. Uh, On the 18th, we have Stone Cold Steve Austin, Trish Stratish, and Rob Van Dam. On the 19th are no birthdays. On the 20th, we have Tarzan Boy, uh, Sakishi Rikio, and Gran Akuma. And on the 21st,
1: we have Primo. And now it is time for This Week in Wrestling with Omega BR.
3: Yes, this weekend wrestling history, it's like a 1956 where Jerry Graham defeats Bobby Whitner to win the AWA Southern Heavyweight Title in Florida. Jump to 1963 where Vern Gagne becomes a 6 time AWA World Heavyweight Champion, defeating the Crusher in Minnesota, ending Crusher's second reign as champion. And in 1979, Gino Hernandez and El Gran Marquez defeat Jose Lothario and El Halcon for the NBA American Tag Team Titles in Houston, Texas, ending their second reign and beginning the second reign for Hernandez and Marcus. And that was this weekend, Wrestling History.
1: Happy trails. Happy trails this week to Zack Ryder. Who's was having knee surgery, maybe out indefinitely. He just had knee surgery in Alabama today, I think. Uh, and hopefully he'll be back uh, sometime, I believe it was six to nine, uh, what was said. Uh, six, basically six months was right around the time that he would come back. So uh, we'll see him in June. He's going to miss WrestleMania. Poor guy. Uh, and happy trails to Todd Garzon of the NXT security team who uh, recently passed away. So our condolences go out to his friends and family. Uh, down there at NXT and his real family, too. What should we watch this week in wrestling? Um, I'm going to read WC Masters. And WC Masters said that he wants uh, King Maxwell versus Spud and King Maxwell's debut match. Let me tell you something uh, 15 years from now, when King Maxwell is actually a wrestler, uh, he will look back at that match and uh, wonder why he's such a spot monkey. Yank yeah, of DDS, what should we watch this week in wrestling?
0: Well, I didn't get to see uh, Final Deletion, so I guess that's what I'm watching.
4: Mm-hmm. No shit.
1: Uh, let's see here. Um, save us, Dog. What should we watch this week,
4: in wrestling? Uh, Um, go watch ODB Return and beat up that chick, whoever the fuck she is. I had no idea who that. Came. She was a former Knockouts champion, not Rosemary, the other one.
1: Sienna. Um, Okay. okay, Sienna. Uh, where? What should we watch this week in wrestling? Uh, I've been watching a lot of like, I guess, past favorites from like the year and shit. So I'm gonna go with uh, fuck. I don't know. I had a match, but I really thought about it. I'll think. I'll think about that later. Get back to me in a week from now. <laughs> All right, works for me. <laughs> oh, Mecca, what should we watch this week in wrestling? Uh, you
3: know, speaking of good matches in 2016, I thought um, Uh, get back to me in a month. That's ah! Ah! No, the I, I
1: 2016 would say maybe, show coming up.
3: You know, I would say um, I, I'm leaning towards NXT, but It's kind of hard to remember because a lot of them have been called up since. Um, I would I would say watch. I get up.
1: Brock Lesnar versus uh, Seth Rollins versus John Cena in the triple threat match from uh, Royal Rumble in 2015. That's the match you should be watching right now, because that, that was fucking amazing. That was and a good match. I bet, you, I bet you all forgot about that match. No, I didn't. Every single one of you. No, because that's where we got that botched uh, Phoenix splash. And the only one he's ever performed. Mm-hmm. Oh, I actually did remember the match I wanted to uh, refer to. Uh, I don't know. to and Shibata at Dominion. That was, that was a pretty good match, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, I, by the way, uh, other news, uh, what, what about uh, G1 coming to the States uh, next year?
4: I'll believe it when I see it.
1: Is it the whole tournament, or is it just one? No,
4: just a few dates.
1: Oh, okay. Two nights. Oh. Um, I, I think would think the
4: right way to do it for them, at least, it feels like more economical ways to just have one block come over and do a couple of dates and then fly back.
1: I figured that's what they would end up doing, but they're talking about Long Beach, California being the venue.
4: Which isn't that where their dojo is? Yes. Mm -hmm. So there you go. It'd be cool, but I'll believe when I see it. Yep. All
1: right. I'd like to thank podcastthemes.com for our theme. Uh, you could give us a, you can give, leave us a message on Skype that's SRS podcast. If you'd like to uh, be broadcast basically on the show, you can give your you can give your pick for week in wrestling. you can tell us that we suck, you can tell us that we rock. You know that kind of thing we really appreciate it. So SRS podcast on Skype. Um, you could check us out online smartsnark.com, Twitter, Facebook, Patreon, uh, all slash smartsnark, and you'll be able to find us there. Uh, we thank you very, very much for listening. We really appreciate it. Uh, Wes is going to play some uh, uh, TKO here in a minute, so stick around for that. But other than that, uh, take care and uh, spike your hair.
0: Woo, woo, woo.
4: He's not walking. Oh, man, low blow, low blow. I mean, it's already Zack Ryder. Don't kick a dude while he's down again.
0: Let's be honest here. Zack Ryder never got up.
3: Good night, Minnetonka.